0: Good morning and Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you for joining me here with Lighthouse Man, our Bible study that we have every day. Um, and I'm looking forward to what God has for us in the new year. You know, a lot of times people have New Year's resolutions and where they, they determine to make changes in their lives. And, and so one of the things that that I have found is, is that I'm not really good at, at keeping those changes, those commitments but the thing that I've looked forward to in my life are the things that God says to me. Um, things that I think are personal for a purpose, uh, purposes of the coming year. And so uh, I wanted to share some of those things that the Lord has given to me over the last few years. And But first I wanna pray, uh, because I don't think they're New Year's resolutions, they're, they're New Year's truths from God to guide my footsteps. So let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for the wisdom and the insight of your word, for the fact that you're the God who knows the end from the beginning. You don't just guess correctly. No, you know the truth. And so, Lord, you are able to be sovereign over all things. You know our thoughts even before we think them. You know the words before we even speak them. Oh, Lord, I wanna be filled with you this year. I want your word to be the very source of my thoughts the the beat of my heart, the treasure of my life. So Lord, we ask that you would bless our time now as we look into your word. May it fill us up and encourage us all the more for your New Year's resolutions for us from your word. Speak that truth into us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So one of the passages that the Lord has used instrumentally uh, throughout my life here over the last, oh, I would say five years, uh, four or five years, it comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 16. And it's actually at the end of the unwise steward um, as Jesus is trying to teach his disciples about you know, wisdom. Um, and so here's what it says in verse 10. It says, "'One who is faithful in a very little "'is also faithful in much.'" And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? So that message to me just resonated that said, I don't have to worry about all the things that are happening around the things. All I need to do is I need to be faithful with what God has given to me. Um, being faithful with a little is the, the little is the things that God has us doing here in our lives. Be faithful to do that. Um, and, and so if you're unfaithful to do that, then you'll be unfaithful with many things. But I don't, I don't want to do that. I wanted to be faithful with a little because it starts with a little. Just be faithful with a little and then you'll be faithful with more. But the benefit behind that is not that you're going to get more. The benefit behind that is to recognize that who will entrust to you the true riches? Uh, that's, the, that's the work that God does. So I just need to be faithful with what God has called me to do, no matter how much or how little it is, is, is I just need to be faithful. That that's a, the character of my life is faithfulness. That people can depend on me to be where I'm supposed to be as I have... As, as God has led me, um, but uh, he is the one that does the greatest things. And, and so the blessing for me is, is when you're faithful with a little, you get to see the greater things that God is doing to give him the glory. Then Isaiah 52, verse 12. This was a passage that God just calmed my heart about. There were lots of things and that I was concerned about and how do we deal with these things, Lord, and, and what direction are we supposed to take? And, and so um, reading along in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 12, just blew off the page for me. And this is what it says, For you shall not go out in haste, and you shall not go in flight. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard." So the thing that, that spoke to me about this passage is, is you shall not go out in haste. It says, don't be hasty. I believe the Lord was saying, don't be hasty about decisions. Don't don't feel pressured. If you're feeling pressured about making a decision, when in doubt, say no. <laughs> it just says, "No not back up. Just go away. Let's not get in a, a rush here. Let's pay attention. Let's give it an opportunity. I love that statement of sleep on it because things always look better in the morning, right? Or they're going to look differently in the morning. But the next part is, is you shall not go out in flight. Why don't I need to be hasty? Because I don't need to be fearful. I don't need to be going out like I'm a foreigner going into a strange land. No, why? Is for the Lord will go before you. Is God wants me keeping him in my view, so that my focus is on him, on his word. What does he say? So my anxiousness drops, so I'm not hasty. And my fear goes away because perfect love casts out fear, right? And Christ is my perfect lover. Um, and then it says, and the Lord God of Israel will be your rear guard. I just so appreciate that because it's like we can worry about things that don't even happen or haven't happened or will happen. Um, and so the enemy wants to keep us caught up in being hasty and fearful and, and um, looking around and worrying about what's in the past or what's behind me, what I don't know about. Um, but God says, I got you covered. I got, don't worry about the past. I got the past for you. Don't worry about things that you don't know about. I got you. Just keep your eyes focused on me. Isaiah 35.10. Now, this one was very instrumental, um, actually, back in 2020, because I did not understand what 2020 was going to bring for me. 2020 was a very difficult year in my life, um, and I'll share with you after I share this passage. In Isaiah 35... Verse 10, it says, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads and they shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Now he's talking about the, the fact that when the people come back, when the, when the remnant is restored back to Israel after being exiled into Babylon, they come back after 70 years and that's what he's talking about. But this speaks to me very clearly About the assurance that we have when a believer passes away. They're ransomed. They've been bought by the Lord. They shall return. They're coming to Jesus. They're gonna be in his kingdom. They're subjects of his kingdom and they're gonna be in his kingdom. And they come in singing. So there's a time of praise and worship for every believer as they come into the kingdom of heaven. Um, and that there's something, they have a new countenance called everlasting joy that shall be upon their heads. It will never be anything but joy. And they shall obtain gladness and joy. That's that's the character of their eternal inheritance. Um, and then I love this statement, and sorrow and sighing sc- and shall flee away no more sorrow, no more sigh, no more, oh, no, no, it's gone, only joy. Well, that year happened to be a year um, when I got to the end of that year that I was exhausted. It's like, what? Why am I so tired? And I thought, and I, st- I started counting, and during that year, I was involved with 25 different memorials in a single year. And for me, that's a lot in our small community. Um, But I was, I was tired. It was difficult. Um, But yet it was the Lord who is the lifter of my head, right? So listen to this next passage. Um, Isaiah 30, 21. This was another year. This is a different year. Isaiah 30, verse 21. Um, This happened when there was a an incident that happened to me personally where I was injured and I had to do something that I didn't want to do. And, and that was having an MRI, um, you know, and, and I did not want to be in that tube. And, uh, cause I didn't realize how claustrophobic, claustrophobic I was. Well, I am. Um, and so anyway, I just, I had to be in one of those narrow ones. that's just right here. And so God provides for me. I'm in that tube and I'm just praying. Um, and this is what I hear. It says, the, therefore, this is verse 18, actually. It says, Therefore the Lord wants to be gracious to you, and therefore He exalts Himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, and blessed are all those who wait for Him, all those who trust in Him. Um, in that, in the previous part it says in returning and rest you shall be saved and quietness and trust shall be your strength that's that, that, that was just resonating for me and then it then it was this he shall surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry as soon as he hears it he answers you oh, that God was answering those prayers while I was in that tube. Um, and I was, I was at peace, and it says, "In your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. And it was as though I was sitting there, and my shoulder, I could feel that the end of it was right here, and I, it was almost as if I, and I'm not saying it was, but it was almost as if I could feel the gentleness of a hand just resting on my shoulder, reassuring me. And this is what was said. This is found in Philippians 4, verse 4. At the end of verse 4, it says, The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, the words of God are powerful, and they sustain us, and they're our strength, they're our confidence, they're our wisdom, they're our guide, because he's a mighty sovereign God who loves us. God bless you all, and I hope you have an amazing year filled with the word of God.